Reach it up. 
right, so did you come this morning ready to have some fun? Yeah. Well, understanding that that is a core value of not only our pastors, but this whole church, I hope you come every time here ready to have a good time. All right. From the beginning of joy, um, we've taken time once a year to show our pastors how much we appreciate them and the work that they do. Uh, honestly, we should be thanking them all the time, individually, for, for what they impart into our lives. But you know what? Once a year, we get to set this, this, this aside and uh, thank them publicly for who they are and for what they do. They, they work hard. They're here for us 24-7. I'm not available for my job 24-7, but they are. They are. They're there for us when we need them. They teach us faithfully in very relevant ways what the Word of God says. And just important, they teach us and train us in how we can search out the truth for ourselves as well. And they provide ways for us to serve God, helping us to become who God made us to be and accomplish what we were designed to do. There's nothing really more important in life than that. So today is our day this year set aside to honor them and thank them for who they are and for what they do. It sounds pretty cliche, but we are really blessed in this church to have the pastors that we have. Um, there's no, no doubt about the commitment they have to us and to this community. They have all been pastors here at this church for at least seven years, up to 25, which by itself is pretty unheard of in, in the church world. Um, a while back, some of us were brought together to reflect on our memories of joy, our experiences in this church, and our heart towards Pastor Brian. The video you're about to see is taken from that day. thing I remember about Pastor Brian in this, in this place as we we're just talking about this is uh, every uh, Sunday morning we uh, you know we would we would get here early I don't remember what time we find me and um, you know in the winter time um, you know it was cold and it's like okay let's do this again you know pack it all out or untie it all well we had this white trailer and and <laughs> Pastor Brian, he was not a good backer up or down. He maybe would get here first, open up the door, and so I'd come, and you know, you'd see this <laughs> steel coming up to the back, the back door. I said, "Ah, oh, that's Pastor Brian meeting here." So you know, it's like I, I razzed him and did that. I think he's seen after 25 years. Parts of the vision, but preaching Christ and bringing joy keeps coming to my head when I'm watching this. Because that's what he's been doing, consistently preaching Christ and bringing from joy heart. from the heart. Yeah. You know, the word that comes to my mind when I hear Pastor Brian preaching all the time is, is safe harbor. Mm. No matter where you're coming from, safe. you go out, you come back. I, I've done that a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, I always feel at home when I come back and I hear Pastor Brian preaching all the time. All the time is good. So it's just blessing. I think for us, the, the family church part has been just <laughs> huge. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
I mean, we started, we were going to college. We weren't even married. I, I know that. Think about that. I didn't think you were married. Yeah. And just the blessing of being in one church for your whole life. And now my kids are yeah. growing up and being a part of it. I mean, I just can't thank Pastor Brian and the staff enough. I mean, I look at him as like a, a spiritual father. Yeah. And I'm just so thankful that he's like a... Amen. Just has such an influence in our life and our kids' lives. And I couldn't be more blessed to be a part of this church. <laughs> I remember Paula driving down the road one spring with Pastor Brian before he came back and he was still in uh, Pennsylvania. And he talked to me at that time and he said, I'm going to be moving. I'm going to start a church. And I said, oh, great, where? I think we're coming back from Alexandria cabin up there. And I was thinking maybe Alexandria or something. He said, here, St. Paul. And my heart just kind of, that sounds like work. <laughs> I can attest to the fact that every time I go in those doors, whichever doors we're using as our front door all through the years, and I knew that as I would go in and listen and receive the word and all the ministry that takes place in our body, I wouldn't have to go out those doors the same. We drove back and forth from Hutchinson, I think, for two, three years. And we didn't have a Wednesday night service, so pastor's word would carry us all the way over to the next week. And his, his, the word was so practical. It wasn't so deep that we couldn't grasp it, but we would chew on, well, chew on that word, take that word, and it would sustain us for the whole week. Like uh, when we were looking for churches in 2001, and we were actually going from one church to another church, got in and looked at the people, and they were all super friendly, and like they wanted to be there, and maybe a little nutty, but they um, <laughs> were all really friendly. That's the joint part. <laughs> but then there was this great band going on too, you know. And so there's a lot of great things about Joy, but the preaching is what's up. You know? Yes. That's, that's I remember when we first started, the thing that I remember like the most that's like, I felt like Pastor Brian was following me around and had like a camera inside my train. Like, yes. He would preach on something that I just struggled with and it was like, oh, there's all of the answers that I've needed all week long. Thank wow. you. Now I've got all the solutions to the problems that I've just had. And it happened like that over and over and over again. Nail. So we were absolutely called to be church and he has absolutely fed us. And if you really were following her around, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so we were expecting 12 people and it was and to see today. It's just been just a blessing and it's been so much fun to know that you're at the right place at the right time, to know that you're under God's protection, and it's just been just a blessing. Yes, feels like home every Sunday has been since that first one at North Junior High. Well, pastor appreciation always has some sort of flavor to it. Every year, it's a little different every, every time we do this, but it always has a flavor, kind of like a celebrity roast, where uh, our pastors are put on the spot a little bit. We get to, to have some laughs, hopefully not at all at their expense, but with them, that's, that's kind of the goal anyway. Uh, I think that's why they're kind of on edge every year, wondering, oh, great, what's next? What do I got to do? Well, um... With that in mind, from what I hear, our pastors have been on the campaign trail recently, 
And uh, up next, we have a video that highlights some of their travels and experiences on their campaigns. Following that, there's going to be a debate amongst our pastors where they will be able to show why they deserve to be elected for a very prestigious position. Um, after this video, if pastors, if you would please come up, up to, uh, to the platform and take your place at a podium. Hey everyone, wow, this has been a crazy election year, hasn't it? The candidates sure outdid themselves in the poll. It looks like it's gonna come down to the debate that's about to take place. All right, let's look back on what's been happening on the campaign trail. Pastor Tim here, outside of my favorite shopping place in the whole metropolitan area of St. Cloud, Gopher Bargain Center. This place has a tremendous amount of bargains if you're just willing to dig. And speaking of willing to dig, my assignment as the district superintendent of the foundation of non-denominational theological society, I see potential in everything around us and we can get it done cheap. Hey, this is Tommy. You know, it wasn't long ago that I was playing on a court very similar to this one. I had dreams of playing in the NBA. I wanted to be just like Michael Jordan, so I collected all of his memorabilia, watched all of his interviews, had most of the Jordan shoes, and I put in all the hard work it took to make that happen. So I promise, if you vote for me, I will put in the same effort and energy into being the district superintendent of the foundation of non-denominational theological society as I did just to be like Mike. Let's make this election. Hey, PB here. I want to take you on a journey. Now, I know we don't know what the end results look like, but I do know that in the end, I want to be better than where we started, and that's going to take all of us. All of us moving together to accomplish the goal. As the president, I will be sure to lead you in a way that is honorable, is well thought out, and hey, let's have a whole lot of fun together. Pastor John here. Vote, vote, vote. That's all I'm going to say. Guys, you gotta vote. I hope it's for me, but it's time to get your voices heard. Just vote, that's all I'm gonna say. If you think those other guys fighting to be the DSF and TS are better, then vote for them. But please, just vote. I promise to step into this role with passion and fever. It's time that this platform rise up to be what our forefathers wanted it to be. It's time to take a stand. It's time to vote. As you can see, this isn't going to be easy. Let's go live to our debate. Please welcome Anderson Cooper and Kelly Megan. Good morning, voters and welcome to the beautiful campus of Joy Christian Center for the first and final debate as the candidates vie for the coveted position of District Superintendent of the Foundation of Non-Denominational Theological Society, or as Mike Redmond says, Theological Society. Now that the dust has settled, would the, would the candidates please take their positions? 
Now that the dust has settled, the field has been narrowed down from 17, unfortunately, to these four. <laughs> Each of you will be asked a series of questions. You will have an unknown period of time in which to answer. Before a buzzer will sound, indicating your time is up. All other rules will be made up and enforced arbitrarily by your, mod by your moderators, Ms. Megan and yours truly, as we go along. Without further ado, let's get it underway. Pastor Brian, there has been some office controversy concerning how to change toilet paper rolls. Are you an over-the-roll or under-the-roll advocate, and why? First of all, Megan, I'd like to thank you for that question. That's a very important topic for a lot of people, particularly married couples, as we all know. Um, I have it on good source that actually um, in the late 1800s there is a patent for uh, toilet paper and it is definitely supposed to go over so uh, being one who likes to conform to the rules, and, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm an over person unless I'm really in a hurry. A follow-up question. He's never changed the rule. Besides that, it's corn cob. No, please corn wait your turns. A follow-up question. Does that then make you a holy roller? As I said, it depends on how much of a hurry I'm in. So, uh, I'm careful, though. Same question to you, Pastor Tim. Are you an over or under man? I'm always over. Over, over, over. Never under. Always on top, over. Well, I mean, way over. <laughs> At times. Over the top, we over can see. Top. Over the top. There goes the 25-second memorized speech again. He didn't buzz. He didn't buzz. <laughs> Rather than vague general promises here like you've just given, we're looking for specific policy, Pastor Tim. Would you elaborate with respect to your preferred ply, texture, print, and or dissolvability of the toilet paper itself? Well, I, I believe that, that if you're going to use the paper, it needs to be highly durable. I mean, it's something that I, I, patterns are nice. Uh, you know, if you've got the scented, that's nice too. He gets what's on sale at Gopher. You got that right. I, I I'm not going to deny it. But I usually look for the quality on the selling go. Let me say that. High quality. Over. Pastor John, how does your campaign strategy differ from that of your fellow front runners? So far I tell the truth. <laughs> all all politicians should be so brief. But, Pastor John, to date your tactics have been characterized by personal insults, innuendo, and gross misrepresentations. Do you find this approach effective, and will you continue it as the campaign further unfolds? Absolutely. It's time to make this thing great again. <laughs> Go ahead. I'd like to add that we're already a great church, and I... I'm, we are great. We're, we're a great There's church. There's the proof right there. Great sitting there. Next question. Pastor Tommy, how is your campaign strategy unique? Well, seeing how I'm the youngest 
of all the candidates. Um, I do a lot more work than them, stay up longer, stay up later, uh, hang out with the people that matter when they're going to sleep at night. Not even ice cream keeps Pastor Tim awake. Um, for the record, could I, could I step in here because he's just insulted all of us. Could I step in for just Go ahead. I just want everybody to know that his nickname is Blister because he shows up after the work is done. Oh! Pastor Tommy. It has been suggested that you gain in the polls only when you keep your mouth shut. Do you agree, and why or why not is that the case? Our, our focus group, I can I see the colors going up. I find moments are appropriate to let my better half speak, which is my wife, Angela. Oh. And why therefore answer? I gain. The health of various candidates has become an issue. Pastor Brian, are you prepared to release, without redactions, your medical records? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I do have one small confession to make. It's probably been close to eight or nine years since I've had a physical, so they would be old records. In particular, Pastor Brian, Reliable sources have revealed that your metal detector alerts wildly anytime it is near your body. <laughs> now, we've assembled a panel of medical experts who have speculated as to the various potential causes, including metal plate on your brain, remnants of braces during adolescence, precious metal fillings in your teeth, your steely eyes and disposition, Slivers from an aluminum bat shattered by a high school pitcher, and or the breastplate of righteousness. Can you please elaborate? Could you go over that one more time? <laughs> that was an awful lot right there. I will say this, that it couldn't be braces because I had these eye teeth, and so I never had braces, and uh, I was born and raised in a poor family that we didn't go to the dentist a whole lot, so I never had gold fillings, so it must be the blessed breastplate of righteousness. <laughs> How about you, Pastor Tim? Will you disclose your records? My records? Your medical records. I don't have any. I don't have them. They're, they're in some office somewhere. I, I can't disclose them to you. They, they, they're there somewhere. So that's a well, no. I believe so. In your case, Pastor Tim, yes. concern has been expressed that you have become very thin-skinned as a result of overuse of hand sanitizer and... <laughs> An obsessive compulsive scrubbing. What is your plan to address this situation should you become your church's nominee? I, I would say more soap throughout the world, yes. more antibacterial soap throughout the world. And as far as the, I've never been thin about anything, I mean, I just, <laughs> just get back to that. You know. <clears throat> and Pastor Tommy, will you cough up your records for voters to see? Yes, nothing to hide. Pastor Tommy, your eccentric behavior has been noted by the electorate. It has been attributed to excessive repeated exposure to teenagers. What say you? I don't understand the question. <laughs> Move on. Pastor John, your position as administrative pastor necessarily requires a great deal of email, email communication. Have you retained copies of all email correspondence for potential disclosure? Absolutely. 
Do you use a personal server, and if so, why? I really don't understand the relevance. Pastor Tim, you have stated your intention to build a wall around the church because you feel as though the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Is this approach viable and realistic? That was my idea. <laughs> he wasn't gonna show up. He wasn't gonna show up until it was already right, done. Right. Pastor Tim. Well, well, well now, there's many walls when you look at it and you think about walls, you know. I, th I think we should have walls of defense against the workings of the enemy, absolutely. We should have that. But as far as, it, and, and the thing of it is, we're, we're gonna make Sartell pay for it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well. <laughs> Piggybacking on, piggybacking on that uh, answer, Pastor John, not only have you gotten on board with this policy, you've gone that step further by promising that the American Atheist Association will pay for it. How do you propose to make that happen? You just make them do it. <laughs> Pastor John, we're going to need you to control your behavior. American workers were hard at work making that. What do you know about work? Uh, <laughs> moving on. Pastor Tommy, to date, you have refused to release your tax records. What are you trying to hide? No comment. <laughs> Pastor Brian. Should you become disfence, will you pledge not what? I'm sorry. the district, the blah, 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 Superintendent blah. of the Foundation of Non-Denominational Theological Will you Society. pledge not to do any or all of these things? Number one, sport obnoxious, coiffed, comb-over hairdos. Pretty sure that's a go. Two, wear expensive but ugly pantsuits. Three, use the word tremendous more than five times in a paragraph and or screech like fingernails on a blackboard. I can uh, attest to the fact that I would not do any of those things, particularly the hair one. <laughs> and the pants one. Yeah, that's, right? that's close one, too. <clears throat> <laughs> Pastor Tim, people say you are too nice. What do you say to that? They're exactly right. There are times when I found myself so nice, I amazed myself. I mean, it's amazing. It's just amazing how, how nice I can be at times I need to be nice. You know, I can do that. He I can really said, do. He also says that being humble is one of the many great things about it. And that's the truth. Pastor Brian, some have said that your choice of hairstyle may affect your ability to connect with younger voters. Are you concerned? You know, I'm not as concerned as some people might be because, uh, 
I'm still a gamer at heart. I like to play Xbox once in a while, and uh, I can kind of try to talk with the cool lingo and stuff. <laughs> and once they get around me for a while, they just like me, so it's all good. Okay. <laughs> Megan, you're, you're really buzzing me way too much. <laughs> Pastor Tommy, the press has accused you of exaggerating your prowess as a basketball player. Would you be prepared to participate in a game of one-on-one -on -one with LeBron James to quelch such claims? Yes, but I will say uh, the first ever game I played, organized game, I did make the winning baskets. Uh, right after that game, I was invited to be a part of the all-star team. And I don't think LeBron James has that story. We're going to need you to wrap it up. Thank you. <laughs> and wasn't that third grade? Oh. <laughs> Pastor John. For sanitary reasons, the health department has issued a restriction regarding the distance you must maintain from the crowd while on the campaign stump. Will you be able to overcome this obvious disadvantage? Once again, relevance, please. Answer the question, Pastor John. Not a Fortunately, our debate has come to a close. If you, the informed voter, make your selection based upon sense of humor, intelligence, charm, wit, diligence, perseverance, judgment, dedication, discretion, discernment, commitment to the Lord, preaching ability, grasp of the word, God's anointing, having a loving heart, and being a good sport, the polls project that the foundation will be, end up being led by a committee of four. Thanks, pastors. You may be seated. It's now time that we hear our pastors share on a more serious note. My name is Gordy Spangler, and I approve of these messages. <laughs> Pastor Tim, you make Joy Christian Center better because you provide a, a consistent example of steadfastness and loyalty and faithfulness. I remember uh, uh, several years ago, it just so happened that April Fool's Day was on a Sunday morning, and I thought, I'm going to have a little bit of fun with Pastor Tim. And so uh, we were standing in the sanctuary before anybody was there, and I said, I don't want you to be uh, too alarmed, but I just want you to know that uh, uh, during the service today, I'm going to announce to everybody my resignation. And without missing a beat, you looked at me and said, well, where are we going to go next? And uh, it's that heart that you serve with that is such a blessing. And I, the, your dedication to the, the kids here at Joy Christian Center, how you minister the Word of God and the Spirit of God, whether it's to children, the adults, and small groups, you and Ter Teresa have provided a great example to our congregation and church. One of the times that's most important in my life that you shared with me was a time that I was with a family all night long, and they lost their, had lost their child. And, and I was so grieved myself by, by, by being around that the next morning that uh, I just had pulled down uh, in one of the parks and was sitting there. In fact, you called Teresa to find out where I was at. And, uh, and you came to check on me because you cared. And that's the pastor, that's the pastor Brian that I know because you care greatly for the people of Joy Christian Center. And, 
I've seen you so many times rejoice with those and, uh, that are having times of blessing, but I've also seen you weep with those in times of grieving. And that's you, Pastor Brian. You're our pastor. We honor you and we thank you for the blessing you are in our lives. Pastor Tommy has the ability to creatively tie the Word of God to the big ideas of life. When we have our big idea meetings, when we're discussing series and topics, he's always ready to bring something of a creative bent and aspect uh, to the meetings. And uh, many times when we've looked for just that right piece, Pastor Tommy's been able to be that one that has been able to provide that link. And I so appreciate that. He and Angela have done such a great job in presenting the Word of God to our teenagers here. Uh, I know that he ministers with a heart of excellence. I know that he desires for the best for your students and uh, we're privileged to have he and Angela as a part of our team here at Joy. Uh, Pastor Brian had said uh, early on when we started here that uh, we don't have the opportunity to have an off day that uh, every day is a day that's important for the kingdom of God because uh, eternity is at stake so um, Pastor Brian thank you so much for your consistency day in and day out thank you for um, giving me the comfort level that um, I can have in coming to work every day and not needing to worry about um, uh, being yelled at or um, getting frustration taken out upon me or, or the people I care about. So um, it is such an honor to serve you and, and Shelly at this church, and I'm looking forward to um, the years to come. Pastor John gets it. I like to say that he has a high get it factor. There's a lot of times I hear him say things that I've said in meetings past that he's trying to instill uh, throughout the organization and trying to build that heart into people around him. Uh, I think that he, along with Michelle, his wife, are great examples of us as a family church. I remember when Pastor John first came uh, to one of our services, it was a Wednesday night, and we were asking for volunteers, people to help out with different things, and uh, there he was helping carry stuff, do stuff, and I remember Pat Fleming saying to me, who is that guy? I said, I don't know, he just showed up. Well. Uh, later on, the gift of God, the calling of God, the anointing on his life began to be evident to everybody and we hired him as our youth pastor. Uh, later he has transitioned to more of an administrative role in our offices, leading and overseeing a lot of areas. And uh, he, along with Michelle, have led some of the biggest events that we do, our large group team, our large team event, that, uh, Fall Fun Fest, different things like that. And uh, in their lives, they live out the family church, teaching people to reach their world. And we so appreciate what you guys do for Joy Christian Center. For 20 years, uh, Pastor Brian and Shelly, um, through being faithful to their call, uh, have ministered to me and my entire family. Michelle and I and Jesse and Jared and Madeline have found a church, a family church, teaching people to reach their world. And we truly um, look to both of you as friends, for sure, but as pastors as well. And I just wanna thank you. Um, I wanna thank you for never quitting. I wanna thank you for never giving up. I wanna thank you for being faithful to the call and doing it with joy every single step of the way. Thank you. Thank you so much. We just want to take a little time here. We'd like to pray for our pastors. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to pray bigly for them. Pastor Brian and Shelley, if you could, would you 
walk up that aisle about halfway up the side there. And Pastor Tim and Teresa, if you could just go up the aisle here toward the front on this side. Pastor Tommy and Angela, if you could come up on this side of the aisle and about halfway down the aisle, stand over there. And Pastor John and Michelle, come over on this side toward the front and stand over here. And what I'd like to do next is if you are around, we'd like to lay hands on our pastors at this time. So if you're standing around them, if you could stand up, group around them, lay your hands on, we're going to pray for them together. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that the Lord, your labor, is not in vain. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the pastors you have blessed us with at Joy Christian Center. Pastor Brian and Shelley, Pastor Tim and Teresa, Pastor John and Michelle, and Pastor Tommy and Angela. Father, we thank you that our pastors are faithful and that you keep them in your care, that they continually be blessed and do not grow tired of doing your work at Joy Christian Center, that you, began a, you who began a good work in them will perfect it. Father, they are your workmanship created in Christ Jesus and equipped for every good work to do your will. Continue to work in them that which is pleasing in your sight. Let your grace cover them, having all they need in every area for the work they do. Lord, because they have sowed bountifully at this church, they will reap bountifully. And whether they plant or whether they water, it is you who gives the increase, Lord. We pray that they continually conquer in Christ. Let them be vessels of honor, sanctified and used for the Master, prepared for every good work, guiding this congregation willingly, eagerly, and being an example to us. We thank you, Lord, that every place the sole of their feet tread has been given to them. As they wait on you, strengthen them in their hearts. They are strong and have good courage for you, Lord. Go with them. We lift our pastors up to you, Lord, and cover them with the blood of Jesus. Sickness and disease shall have no way come near them, for they are, they are redeemed from the curse of the law. And we thank you for that, God. Father, let their gifts and anointings come on them. May the desires you have given them in their hearts come to pass, as they continually give them of themselves to us in this community, to the prayer and word and your will guide them. Again, we thank you for what you have blessed us with, with all their gifts and ministries. Now bless them, Lord, Pastor Brian and Shelley, Pastor Tommy and Angela, Pastor Tim and Teresa, and Pastor John and Michelle. Go before them in all their ways, and we thank you, Jesus. And everybody said, amen. Thank you.
I believe, uh, is Pastor Brian coming up? Pastor Brian, you are coming up. (laughs) Say a word. word. Thank you. Uh, First of all, awesome job, all you guys. Wow. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm just honored and humbled, you know. um, Book of Proverbs talks about, you know, a a cool drink of water on a a hot day. And uh, that's what encouragement is like. It brings a refreshing to your soul. And that's honestly what I feel today. Um, After 25 years, wow, I just, you know, there are parts of me that, well, there's parts of me that are kind of wearing out after 25 years. But, you know, just after 25 years, part of me is like, I can't believe that it's, that it's actually been 25 years, and then it feels like forever sometimes. And, you know, looking at the little clip of North Junior High, um, when we began in July of 1991, I remember uh, 1 John chapter 3, Beloved, it doth not yet appear what we shall be. It's the first scripture that we shared, first text that we preached from. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he appears, Jesus, when he appears, we will be like him, for we'll see him as he is. And that expressed to me what I felt at that moment, that we don't know exactly what's going to happen in the next however. Uh, we don't know. I mean, they were like, are we going to even make it a year kind of a thing? And we had 75 people in our first service, which I steadily grew to 25 in about November. And, uh, you know, and it looked like, you know, there were, it looked like what's going to happen. And uh, but God is faithful and God is good and and uh, staying true to the vision and the heart of who we are. My, my three great goals. I want to see people one to Christ. I want to see those who are one to Christ taught the good word of God so that their lives are changed and they're not the same anymore, that they act like who God says that they are, and I want to have a blast doing the first two, and so far, so good. This has been a fun ride. I'm not saying everything that has happened in life has been fun. Um, I feel and on a day like this so unworthy of the appreciation that you give because I know we let people down, and, and, and I know that, you know, our church is a great church, but there's, you know, somebody said one time, not about our church, but just a great statement that sometimes things run like a Swiss watch, and sometimes they have more holes than Swiss cheese, and um, I sometimes feel like that's that way about our church, that uh, we run like a Swiss watch sometimes, and sometimes we got a lot of holes, and I spend more time thinking about and concerned about the holes than I do the watch, and so I, I, my, I, I've got so much I could say to you. I want to let you know that we love you and that we are here for you. We want to see God do so many good things in your heart and in your life, but more important, more than anything else, we want to see God stir up those gifts that are in you. The reason that you are here, the, to find that passion, that calling, that, 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 that thing that gets you up in the morning. And certainly you serve your family and your, your, your jobs, but, but that part of you that serves God, that it would grow, that it would get bigger and bigger. And that it wouldn't just be a few for everybody, that it's all of us together as one, one body in Christ, moving rhythmically and easily with each other. That's my heart and my passion and my goal. So we love you. Thank you so much for... Um, for being here today and for being here every day and uh, for everything that you all do. Once again, hats off to whoever planned all of those things. I don't know what's supposed to happen next, but I have a request. Who's in charge, first of all? Anyone? Sandra's in charge? <laughs> Who's in charge? Part? Steph is? You? Oh, I can be. Tommy is. Tommy is. 
Yeah, it's, it's everything's done. Tommy's in charge now. No. <laughs> well, here's my one request. I would love to see that first song again. Can we do that? And then what's going to happen after that? Do I dismiss? All right, well, this will be our dismissal song. Thank you so much. Uh, God bless you all. And uh, uh, sit down. Go ahead and play that song. Here we go. Clap your hands along with this. A joyful holiday This one for our pastors The masters were celebrating Preaching, reaching Loving it up in the city Gonna sing some songs, gonna grow strong Gotta laugh it up, they're so witty We're so blessed Pastor Tommy Wants to eat food and set the students free We're so blessed Pastor Tim Wants to go deep and dig in We're so blessed Pastor Tom Likes to shout and get his preaching on We're so blessed Pastor Brian to go after lost sheep, bring it down. Preach it, hallelujah. Preach it, hallelujah. Preach it, hallelujah. Cause these pastors gon' give it to ya. Cause these pastors gon' give it to ya. Cause these pastors gon' give it to ya. Sunday morning, every day in the spot. Don't believe me, just watch. Listen up, this is why we're here We're a family church, teaching people how to reach their world We've learned it and lived it out, so listen up Boys and girls, we're so blessed Pastor Tommy Wants to eat food and set the students free We're so blessed Pastor Tim Wants to go deep and dig in We're so blessed Pastor John Likes to shout and get his preaching on We're so blessed Pastor Ryan Got to go after lost sheep, break it down Preach it, hallelujah Preach it, hallelujah Preach it, hallelujah Cause these pastors gon' give it to ya Cause these pastors gon' give it to ya Cause these pastors gon' give it to ya Sunday morning and we in the spot Don't believe me, just watch service where we're going to have a little audience participation. Sing it with me now. Pastors, preach it up. Pastors, preach it up. Pastors, preach it up. Pastors, preach it up. Everybody now. Pastors, preach it up. Pastors, preach it up. Pastors, preach it up. Pastors, preach it up. I say clap and show on how much you love them. If you appreciate them and know it, make a loud noise and show me. I said clap and show them how much you love them. Cause it's Sunday morning and we in the spot. Don't believe